on 102.4 FM, across Rotherham, online, on your mobile, and on your smart speaker. This is Red Road FM. Welcome back to the final part of this week's show. It's now time to talk about the Super Bowl that's happening this weekend. So it's a massive occasion in the American sporting calendar and the world sporting calendar as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, at the Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. Now, we caught up earlier on today with Rotherham United Foundation lead phase coach, Dave Atkinson, who, when he's not out on the football field coaching his other passion, is the NFL and American football. So we caught with him earlier to preview this weekend's upcoming Super Bowl clash. Dave, thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you on. Obviously, you're a big uh, American football fan and NFL fan, so this week's a pretty big week for you, isn't it? And just how much are you looking forward to the uh, Super Bowl this weekend? Yeah, thank yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, really looking forward to it. Obviously, with uh, with things in the world as they are at the minute, it's uh, it's been a real big build up to the Super Bowl this week. So it's uh, yeah, it's been the playoffs have been really exciting this year, and it's uh, it's, a, it's a, for the sport. I think having Buccaneers and the Chiefs, obviously the two teams in the final, that's the two teams that have been the most exciting this year in terms of their offense. So it's uh, it's the Super Bowl everyone's looking forward to. Yeah, it's always a massive occasion in America, and I think it's one of the biggest um, dates on the sporting calendar. There's obviously lots of people that, that watch over in America and, uh, and and across the world as well. Uh, just starting with the two teams, obviously the, the road to the to the Super Bowl for the two teams, obviously in the AFC and the NFC. Uh, you've got obviously the um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady, obviously there for a for his first year after after leaving the uh, the Patriots, which was a, a bit of a a shock, wasn't it? Over obviously in America. Uh, or a big shock, should I say, not a bit of a shock. And then obviously the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes aiming to make it a uh, back-to-back Super Bowl. Obviously, they won the uh, Super Bowl last year, didn't they? So we'll just start by, obviously, for the people that may not be massive NFL fans or maybe more of a casual fan that, that like to tune in for the playoffs or the latter the latter stage of the playoffs and the, the Super Bowl. Just tell us a little bit about the teams. We'll start with the, the, the reigning champions, Kansas, if you want. Yeah, we'll go with Kansas City first. So, uh, yeah, reigning Super Bowl champions going for two in a row, which is... Uh, unheard of in the sport so it's a real you know it's a real good effort to get back into the uh, back into the Super Bowl um, they were the number one seed in their division um, so within the NFL there's two divisions so the AFC champions were the Kansas City Chiefs and the NFC champions were the Buccaneers but uh, they had a, a 14 and 2 record so 14 wins and 2 losses which again is impressive um, their offence ranked number one uh, throughout the whole of the NFL so with Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback they've got um wide receiver in Tyreek Hill um, who's the, probably one of the number one receivers in the, in the game as well and uh, Travis Kelsey is the number one tight end so between the three of them it's, it's, a, it's a pretty unstoppable offence I think in, in, in terms of the actual game itself it's uh, how you manage them three players I think if those three players all have good games then I think it's going to be the Buccaneers but the Chiefs themselves have been have been unbelievable all season and as, as I say we are, we are going for two in a row um, unheard of and I know the coach Andy Reid's been in the game for a long time it'll be an unbelievable achievement for him to uh to, to get two in a row and it's a, it's a it's a team that's got real potential a lot of youngsters on that team on offence and defence so um, nothing to stop them getting two in a row and potentially even three in a row um, moving into next year so they will be favourites going into the game but um, they've had a, had a great season and it's uh, it's, been a, it's been a good season for Patrick Mahomes obviously he, he really exploded last year um, as a quarterback um, and he's a, a 10 year 500 million dollar contract which is Biggest in the game by quite a long way, and he's uh, he's certainly lived up, to, lived up to that this year. I think if, in terms of back to backs, they're the first team since the Patriots in two thousand and three four to win back to backs. So if they were to win it and they joined like an elite uh, an elite few teams that, have, that have managed to do it, obviously that would be a, a great achievement. Wouldn't it like to say for uh, for the Chiefs uh, in terms of. Um, Travis Kelsey as well. I saw uh, Rob Gronkowski. Was the t- he's the tight end, isn't he, for the 
um, for the Buccaneers. He said this week that he's managed that Travis Kelsey's managed to transform the tight end position and make it so it's a, a position that's payable and make it so it's a position that they get so much they get the money that they now get and transform the position in terms of pay grade. Just what has Travis Kelsey done differently to what the other Titans have maybe done in in past in the past. Obviously Gronkowski's a, a great tight end, but Kelsey's a different type of tight end, isn't he? Titans, sorry, isn't he? Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, Kelsey's sort of taken the mantle from Gronkowski, I suppose. Gronkowski's sort of went to the latter end of his career, um, and obviously was a dominant force in New England with Tom Brady. Um, the role of a tight end sort of twofold. They, they do work as a receiver, the same as a as a wide receiver, so they do catch the ball. Um, but they also have a job of blocking as well when they run on the offensive line. So the ball gets given to the running back, then the tight end will act as a blocker, which Gronkowski, Gronkowski was very good at and, and still is very good at. But, but yeah, Travis Kelsey's just transformed the position. Um, he's basically seen as a wide receiver or as an extra receiver. Um, the, way that it, the way that he moves is like a wide receiver, but obviously he's built six foot six and, and about 300 pounds. He's, he's an unbelievable athlete. And um, Managed to sort of merge the, the, the two roles of a tight end and a wide receiver. So he's and he rightly so he's getting paid like a wide receiver because the amount of yards he puts up each year is, is well over a thousand, which is um into the high end of a wide receiver as well. So he's uh yeah he's really transformed the position and he has sort of taken the mantle on from Rob Gronkowski as well. And it's uh he, he's one of the one of the big weapons for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs offense. So it'll be a tough job the Buccaneers defense to try and stop him because as you say he has become almost unstoppable. Like I say as well, the Chiefs are the favourites going into it. Obviously, being number one ranked in their in their side of the draw uh, in their division or their conference, should I say. Um, but if obviously you go over to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and when you've got Tom Brady and you've got the ball in Tom Brady's hands, they've always got a chance, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's uh, you were right in what you said. It, it really did send shockwave through the league when Tom Brady left the Patriots. Obviously, he's been there for a number of years, had massive, massive amounts of success. Um, I think it probably was a little bit of a surprise that he went to Tampa. Um, Obviously, in the last five, six, seven, eight years, they've they, they've not been a great team. They've had losing records most years as well. But you know, Tom Brady's very, very experienced. I think he understands that Tampa Bay was ready to win this season. He certainly was never going to go to a team that, that wasn't going to be a Super Bowl or at least a playoff contender. Um, when you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, it's they've added Tom Brady, they've added Rob Gronkowski. Um, during the season, they signed Antonio Brown. He's obviously an elite receiver. But actual team itself, when you break it down, actually had had a lot of good parts. The defense, particularly, has been very good. Um, it is a young defense as well. They've got second year linebacker Devin White from LSU, um, who's been a, a real leader on the uh, on the defense. The secondary is very very young. We've got um, Anton Winfield, who's a, a rookie playing safety, who's been one of the top safeties of the, of the, uh, in the league this season. Um, and I think they've got a real balance as a team. The offense is very good, but the defense has been forcing turnovers. And I think. Um, they're, they're a dangerous team. It's, there's a lot of weapons on offence for them as well. Obviously, they've got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown as their three receivers, um, all elite. So, you know, it's you tend to find that if one team's got one good receiver, they, they can double up on them. But obviously, you can't double up on three. Um and Bray as a tight end. They've got two good running backs in Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones, who have both been good this year. Leonard Fournette, particularly in the playoffs, has started to make a real good run. Um, and, and one of the things with Tom Brady is you know he's not going to run. He's either going to he's going to hand off to the running back or he's going to throw. So one thing you do know, but the offensive lines improved massively this year. The, the first pick we took was Tristan Wirfs, who's a, a left tackle. He's been elite this year as well. And obviously, the, of the offensive lines to protect the quarterback. If they can stop Tom, uh, Tom Brady getting hit, then it gives him more time to to make throws. And if you give Tom Brady two or three seconds, he's he's going to find somebody. So it's a uh, it's been a real interesting run for the, for the Buccaneers. They did start a bit slow and a bit a bit inconsistent, which is I think was to be expected. Um, 
you know, with lots of changes on offense and defense. I think it took a bit of time to gel, but I think going into the Super Bowl, the Buccaneers have won seven in a row. So you'd probably argue that actually in terms of in terms of their form, the Buccaneers are on, are on a better run of form than the Chiefs are. Um, so it is going to make for a really interesting final. But when you've got Tom Brady in your team, there'll not be anything that happens in the Super Bowl that he won't have been through before. So I think in terms of having that experience, I think it's going to, it's got to then spread confidence among the rest of the team. Because we say it is a young team as well. And it's a lot of the, for a lot of their team, it's a, it's the first time in the playoffs they've managed the Super Bowl. So I think Tom Brady there and Rob Gronkowski and that experience will, will hold them in good stead for the final. Yeah, they've obviously got a great mix, haven't they? Like you say, of, of youth and exuberance and obviously the, the, uh, the, the, the more experienced players that have been there and done it, and there's probably no more experience than Brady and Gronkowski in terms of winning uh, Super Bowls. Is it Brady? Would Brady be going for his seventh? Is it Super Bowl ring? Or yes, and I think, and one thing to remember is this is the in, in the history of the sport, this is the 55th Super Bowl. This is Tom Brady's tenth. So for one player to be in that amount of Super Bowls in the game's history is just it's uh, it's incredible. And obviously, he's 43 years old, but in terms of his statistics, he's, he isn't slowing down, and he's just altering his game. And like we've said before, he's Never been a runner or a scrambler or, or an athlete, even going back to his, his college days. So he doesn't really need to have that athleticism that Patrick Mahomes has. So I think uh, if he can have a good offensive line around him and a good offense around him, um, I see no reason why he could go on for another two years. He said himself that he could go until he's 45. So win or lose in this Super Bowl, it might not be the end of Tom Brady. Yeah, I saw that this week about him saying that he may go till 45 as long as his body feels right and his body will tell him when the time is to hang up his cleats, as he would say. So... I think it's one of the things where when you're at a team where you're not getting you're not taking sacks and you're not getting hit you can happily go on for, for quite a lot longer as well So it's, uh, which is frightening for the rest of the league It always amazes me how cool and calm they are under pressure of the quarterbacks and especially like Brady that's not a scrambler that he knows he's, he's got to stand there they know he's not going to run it he's going to throw it and how they can stand there under so much pressure and just pick passes and you know the vision they've got you talk about a vision of like a of a, a quarterback footballer, for instance, or a, or a playmaker footballer, say, in, in terms of obviously soccer in America, but like a Kevin De Bruyne and so on, the, like the, the vision that they must have to be able to, you know, pick passes and obviously be constantly checking the shoulders and so on. If you change that across American football, I mean, the vision they've got for quarterbacks is ridiculous, isn't it? Like the picture's changing so often, isn't it? By, by every second, and they still manage to remember the, the countless amount of plays that they've got and, and pick the right pass. Yeah, and I think it's, I think it's sometimes hard for us to understand with having a little understanding of the game that you know every offensive play is called but you've got no idea what the defense is going to do against that so you know you've got a finger on your feet and you've got a you might get blitzed so obviously the defense comes flying at you you might have to change the play and you know people like Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes will use their eyes to try and move the defense around by making it like you're going to go one way and then go the other and it's uh, I think it's sometimes it's hard to understand just watching the game how tactical it is I think sometimes it can look quite simple but you know the uh, in terms of the offense and the defense and the the, the play calling and the setups and the tactics that go with it, it's uh, it's it's really in depth to be fair. And I think it's hard for us to understand that. Yeah, is that that's something that I've probably seen more of a casual fan of, of the sport, watching probably more the, the bigger games, like understanding now that tactical element of it. You know, it's such a tactical game, and I think if you watch it from the outside looking in, it's quite stop start, isn't it? Which might put some people off. Um, but I think it's so stop start because there's so many different tactics and so many different, you know, different plans going off, isn't there? That, you know, where they're trying to pick obviously gaps in the, in the opposition, or they're trying to either blitz them to go and obviously tackle the sack the quarterback, or are they going to be a zone defense or man marking and so on? There's, there's so many different elements to it, isn't there? Yeah, and I think when going back to the Buccaneers in their, um, in their championship game against Green Bay last week, the, the the game was sort of back and forth throughout, and it got to it got to fourth and goal for. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers and they decided to take the field goal hoping that they could then stop Brady on the next one 
to get the ball back again, which obviously we now know was the wrong choice because they gave the ball back to Brady and they obviously managed to, using his experience, managed to see out the game. But yeah, I think for a lot of the coaches, it's thinking ahead and thinking of plays ahead of what might happen and being able to manage the clock and manage the timeouts. Obviously, you get three timeouts as well. Um, so yeah, the, the, the tactics that go with it is massive. And I think in terms of the psychology as well and the mind games that the coaches use, there'll be a lot of plays that are, set up like you look like you're going to do one thing and you're going to do the other and you know a lot of trick plays and things like that so it's uh yeah it's, it's an ever-evolving game and I think it's I think it makes it so hard to predict you know Kansas City Chiefs will go in as the favourites they are going to go in as tight favourites but you know it, it is hard to predict what's going to happen in a game like that particularly on the occasions it is as well but it's uh yeah it's gonna it's gonna it makes for a great final in terms of all the pieces that are there and I think on paper it'll make for a great final but I think both teams is how they set up is they are both strong on offence I think that's Good sign for for well, for all fans, but for neutral fans as well, because it should make for a great final. Obviously, we spoke about the the form of both teams, and you look at the conference championship finals. Obviously, the Chiefs beat the Bills rather expectedly and and quite comfortably, thirty eight twenty four. And then obviously the, there was a tight a tighter one, you could say, in terms of the game in the in the other conference championship final between obviously the Packers and the Buccaneers. The Packers probably going as the favourites in there, and the Buccaneers managed to get through it. Obviously, Tom Brady holding that ball, holding the ball at the end, and it, like you said to me before, like we spoke before, you know, if you give Brady the ball for two minutes, he's gonna he's gonna run the clock down um, because he'll just pick off passes to and obviously use the, the nows that he has to, to to run that the clock down and they got a great win there. They go into the final now and it's and it's kind of probably built, isn't it, as the as the master versus the apprentice, as you would say. And I know my, people have said that Mahomes won't base himself on Brady, but Brady's probably the one of the greatest, if not the greatest of all time, isn't he? And now Mahomes is probably one of the best in the league and he's showing that it could go on to be one of the best there's ever been. Uh, just how much is it is it based on that, you know, master versus apprentice, Brady versus Mahomes um scenario this weekend? But the, the, undoubtedly, at the minute, they probably are the two most famous names and famous quarterbacks in the game. Um, and you, you're right to say it's sort of a master of the apprentice. And they are very different quarterbacks um, in terms of the style of play. Mahomes is very athletic um, and he, he does scramble and he can run um, whenever he needs to. He's got a, he's got a real gunslinger arm and he, he can throw it long. Um, so he's got, in terms of his skill set, he's got a little bit of everything. But obviously, look, I think every quarterback in the game will have to look up to Tom Brady in terms of what he's done and what he's achieved. and um, and the longevity as well in terms of how long he's played. So I think the headlines are always going to go to them too as a sort of Mahomes v Brady, but I think I think it will be potentially decided the game on, on, on the defence for both sides. I think it, it might come down to which team can actually get to the other team's quarterback. Because as I say, if you, if you give both of these quarterbacks time, they'll they'll find completions and they'll, they'll, they'll be getting a lot of first downs and, and potentially scoring a lot of points. So I think it will come down to the two defences and they're, like we said before, the, the, the Chiefs have been there and done that in terms of their defence and the Buccaneers are a bit more young and up and coming. But when we look at the playoff run that both teams have had, um, the Chiefs being the number one seed get a bye in the first round. So their first game is obviously at home against the Browns, which is a very tight game, which they managed to, they managed to hold off on in the last play of the game. Um, and obviously Mahomes took, a, took a, hit, a hit to the head and obviously was out of concussion, which is a bit of an, a bit of an injury uh, issue. But obviously he's come back and he's absolutely fine. Whereas... The Buccaneers came as, as the fifth seed, as a wild card seed. So the New Orleans Saints won their division. So in terms of the playoff run for the for the Buccaneers, they had to travel to the Redskins, uh, sorry, to the Washington football team. Um, and they won quite comfortably, which, which was probably to be expected. Washington won uh, the NFC East, which which hasn't been a great division this year, obviously with the, with the Cowboys and the Giants uh, and the Eagles. Uh, they then travelled to New Orleans um, and won, which again is a real... Positive for the defence that they managed to stop Drew Brees, who again is an elite quarterback who's obviously got a lot of history in the game. And then to travel to Lambeau Field in Green Bay and get to stop Aaron Rodgers, again, shows a real 
real positive for the uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. So although Patrick Mahomes and the, and the Kansas City Chiefs offense is is elite and is number one in the league, I think that the, the Buccaneers will draw confidence from the fact that they have managed to get through Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers and now Patrick Mahomes as well. So I think in terms of the actual game itself, it it will be billed as as Mahomes v Brady, but I think the actual two defenses will be the ones that that maybe might decide the outcome of the game a little bit more. Can they? Can they rush the quarterback and either force incompletions or can they try and get sacks? Um, or can they try and force turnovers in the game as well? Um, Buccaneers managed to get to Aaron Rodgers quite a lot last week and force turnovers. I know Brady had turnovers as well, but again, that Buccaneers defence didn't, didn't allow Green Bay to turn those turnovers into points. And, and that's what it's about. It's not just about the turnovers that you force. It's what the offence then does against them turnovers. And if you can if you can force turnovers and get points, then it makes it really, really difficult for the other team. But that Buccaneers defence is really started to come together and I think it it does make for a real interesting battle that, you know, can Mahomes, Tyree Hill, Travis Kelsey, Clyde Edward Hilaire, can they can they work their way through that Tampa Bay Buccaneers defence because it's uh, it started to look a, a real unit of, of strength for Tampa Bay. It's like you say, isn't it, that like neither team are going to stop or neutralise the quarterback or the either quarterback. They're going to have some success. And it's like you say, it's probably the one that, that probably deals with each quarterback the best, isn't it? It has the most success dealing with each quarterback and stopping each offensive play, probably. Like. And then obviously with the turnovers, if they can go score, and they'll be the big moments in the game, under the turnovers. If they do get the turnover, can they go score? And obviously scoring on their own drives as well when uh, when they do have possession. And then, like you say about the, obviously the Chiefs coming into it as, as the favourites, being the number one seeds. But then you'd probably say that they're the season, they're, in terms of their they're the, they're the form team in in the regular season. You're probably saying how the form team in the playoffs would be the Buccaneers just through the sheer amount of you know teams and, and, and superstars they've had to come up against, obviously with Rodgers and, and Breeze and uh, and the Saints and the Packers. So obviously it'll make for a really interesting game. And I think one thing that always amazes me with the Super Bowl is it, it's not just a game, is it? It's an absolute show, the whole thing. And you know, I mean, are you, are you a fan of the weekend? Who's on the who's on this week? Who's on the the halftime show this weekend? Uh, well, I've got, it's uh, it's obviously going to be interesting this year, obviously in terms of how it's going to look in, with the stadium. Obviously, the, the game's actually at Buccaneers Stadium, which is which is purely by chance. Um, it's used different stadiums every year, and it's the first time that a Super Bowl team is actually going to be in their home stadium. But obviously, there's going to be limited fans in there anyway, so actually, it's uh, it'll be interesting. But um, yeah, they have a massive halftime show, and then it's, it's normally like a mini concert within halftime. But obviously. If it'll look again, it'll look a little bit different this year because uh, with COVID, obviously, it'll, it'll be limited in terms of the amount of fans that are there. But yeah, they, as they do a lot of things, the Americans make a real, a real great show out of it. And the actual Super Bowl week itself, which we're already into, um, there's already a lot of excitement building towards it. I think particularly with this year being how it is, I think the Super Bowl is a real thing that people across the world are looking forward to, never mind just in America. So I think um, I'm sure the NFL will put on a really good show, as they do every year. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a massive occasion, isn't it? And like you say, that there's some obviously great stars that, that want to perform at halftime. It's a big thing to people as well in America, isn't it? To American artists to be able to perform at halftime in the Super Bowl as well. shows just how big an occasion it is. Uh, things like, you see some funny stats as well across the week, obviously with like 1.25 billion chicken wings will be eaten on the day and 11 million <laughs> slices of pizza, 325 million gallons of beer to be drunk and things like that. It's, it just shows how big a deal it is and how big an occasion it is. Um, and I just couldn't imagine that Man City Liverpool playing in a Premier League final rear and then at half time wheeling little mix out at half time to come and perform. It just it just seems so strange running over here. And it's how they set it up as well in terms of like how they set up a concert setting in five minutes before and then get it all down again as well before the second half starts. It just it's, it always baffled me. It's crazy uh, how they managed to do it. Um, but obviously as we, as we approach the weekend, uh, what we've not mentioned yet is it's a it's a special Super Bowl for yourself being a Tampa Bay fan. Obviously you've not you've not mentioned that yet. Uh, obviously trying to seem uh, neutral 
But uh, obviously, we'll know what result you'll be hoping for this weekend. Then, but just in terms of with your American football head on, your your neutral head on, what do you think the uh, the game will go like this weekend? What would be your prediction? Well, it's, yeah, as I say, it's a bit of a heart of the head, I suppose, because you know the Chiefs will win as the favourites um, among the analysts in America. They think they're going to be three point favourites, um, so they're all predicting a tight game. Um, they did play each other in the regular season this year, and it finished twenty seven twenty four to the Chiefs. So again, they, they won by three. Um, and it is difficult. I think you've You've probably got about the Chiefs as favourites to win it, and um, I probably would do as well. But I think you know, similar to the Green Bay game, I think if if Tampa Bay are within seven with two minutes left and Tom Brady's got the ball, then you, 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 your ideas then might change because he's he's so experienced and he's got such such experience in Super Bowls that I think wherever whatever situation they're in, he's he's, he's the man to get them out of it. But um, like I said, I think it will come down to two defenses, and I think I'll. Um, it will be high scoring, so I'm going to go for 31-25 for the Chiefs. I think they're going to go past. I think either way, whatever happens, there'll be a, there's a great story attached to either one, isn't there? Either team winning. Obviously, if if the Chiefs don't go, do do go and win, sorry, then obviously there's the, the, the there's the back to back story, obviously, and the obviously the rise of Mahomes, and then obviously if if Tampa go and win, it's just a great story of of the legend that is Brady moving from the Patriots across to Tampa, risking you know risking quite a bit, you know, moving from a settled place in in New England to go across to Tampa, and then obviously going and winning it at, in Tampa as well, getting his mate Gronkowski out of retirement as well. It's just that'd be a magnificent story as well, wouldn't it? Um, for a team that have yeah, and I think it's. Um, I, I think. I think. To be fair, I think regardless of the result, I think Tom Brady is. It's already been a fantastic year for him. I think he's. You know, there was always a little bit of doubt at New England in terms of could he do it somewhere else? Was it Bill Belichick, the coach? Was it led by him? Was it led by Brady? And I think obviously Brady's shown that he's gone to a look. Look, they're a very good franchise now as well, so we can't say he's turned it around on his own. But I think he's shown that he can do it at a different franchise. And again, that sort of goat status, that greatest of all time status he's got, has only been. They've been heightened, I think, and uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to have a real successful career as well. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets up to the, the standards that Brady's got to as well. So I think, regardless of the result on Sunday, I think there's, there's a lot of good stories to come out of it, and I think it, it bodes well for the future as well. I think there's, in terms of the game itself, I've got a few key players for people to look out for. Um, I think uh, Tyron Matthew is a safety for the for the Chiefs, probably one of the best in the game. I think he'll have a real job. Like we said, stop uh, those. Buccaneers receivers, so I think he's one to watch out for on the Chiefs' defence. And for the Buccaneers, I've picked out Jason Pierre-Paul, who's a um, defensive end, so a bit of an edge rusher. So his job will be to try and get to Mahomes and try and sack him and stop him playing. Um, the Chiefs do have a left tackle, Eric Fisher, who's injured for this game and not play. He's probably the best offensive lineman. So again, that's going to be a huge miss for the Chiefs. And they're going to have to, someone else is going to have to step up and try and stop a pretty frightening front four for the Buccaneers. So uh, Pierre-Paul for the Buccaneers to watch out for and Tyron Matthew for the, uh, for the Chiefs. That's it then. So that's Super Bowl 55, isn't it, this weekend? That will be on Sky Sport and the BBC, I believe, this weekend at 11 o'clock on Sunday night. So be sure to tune into that one. And Dave, thank you very much for coming on. Fantastic insight, a great insight there to the two teams, especially for more of a casual fan like myself, obviously, that's uh, looking forward to the to the weekend now. And obviously with that information from yourself there, we're looking forward to seeing how the two teams go this week. So Dave, thank you for coming on. No problem, thank you. Hopefully there'll be a Tampa, Tampa win as well for you, Dave. And you can celebrate in different ways, obviously, this year with it being a, with it being a COVID situation, but I'm sure uh, you'll be celebrating this weekend if the uh, Buccaneers can manage to pull it off. Yeah, go Bucks. That's it. Cheers, Dave. Thank you very much. On 102.4 FM, across Rotherham, online, on your mobile and on your smart speaker. This is Red Road FM.